Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, uh, you too. How are we doing today? I see, like, some fun, fancy cocktails. I'm excited to hear about them. Yes. Uh, I'm good. I actually have plans tonight to go out to a bar and meet Whoa. friends. And, like, are there actual reservations at a bar to go and meet friends? And, like, my brain cannot fathom the process of, like, I need to dress cute, I guess, and then yes. go out and walk to a bar and see friends. And because my sense of like what's cute now is totally warped, I'm like, well, I guess I'll dress up like a financially independent witch. That's kind of been my <laughs> my top level aesthetic for the past 12 months or so. So it's I don't, been working. It's it 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 feels really foreign and really weird. I think it'll be great. I hope so. Yeah. I, I just got back from Colorado and nobody was wearing masks anywhere. Nowhere. Mm. It was very strange that places said to wear masks, but nobody was. Yeah, I think that's the difference between Dedeker and Australia, where no one wears masks because they have like four cases in the whole country versus yeah, Colorado, right. where they just don't do it because they're stubborn. Yeah, just because they don't want it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Alrighty. So we're going to talk about what occurred last time on this show. I was trying to recall because I feel like a lot has happened. I've been on a trip and back. I'm very tired. So let's see. I know that there were a lot of very funny things said, like going to Blastville by way of Smoketown. I don't think that that <laughs> yes. actually was in the Bible, but... No, was it was in, in Eugene's Eugene Bible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he mentioned Blastville and Smoketown. Yeah. Yes. The two greatest towns we can imagine. Yes, it was amazing. Basically, just, again, God was very angry. Mm -hmm. Things were going down. We did hear the very famous verse, Balm and Gilead. Mm -hmm. Is there no Balm and Gilead? Yes. And yes. we talked about that some in the bonus. But that was about it. And then horse sounds. Was that in the last episode? Yeah, we the last <laughs> looked into horse sounds. So, right. so many horse sounds. I forgot about yeah. the horse sounds. That's good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to something actually happening because I feel like we're just kind of speaking about it, but nothing specific has occurred, right? It's kind of what prophets are all about, though, you know? It's kind of speaking about what's going to happen. That's true. Otherwise, they wouldn't be prophets. But can we have some, like, action mm. interlaced in with the profiteering? Perhaps. Well, we did set up that tableau of, you know, Jeremiah being the prophet who's going to go to the temple gates to be a street preacher. That's true. Like, we got that scene mm, that yeah, he's going right. to do that. And people are going to ignore him. We, we know that that's going to happen. But, oh, yeah. yeah, they already are. Yeah. yeah. You got to paint in the background details in your mind. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, fine. Now, go tell us about your drinks. Because <laughs> yes. all of us today have beautiful cocktails, it looks like. Yes. Finally, a proper cocktail. Finally, especially a proper morning cocktail. I finally have a Bloody Mary Lovely. in my hand. Nice. So I don't feel like a freaking drunk drinking a beer at 10 in the morning. I <laughs> feel like a classy person just having brunch, and it's great. <laughs> did Alex make that for you, or did you make mm -hmm. it for yourself? Oh. No, he made it for me. 
Very it's nice. Quite, quite service, yes. Is it vodka in there? And what else? Oh, yeah, it's standard. Just like a Bloody Mary mix and some boozy okay. olives and a nice little like lime Pepper twist. Pepper Oh, I see. The That's top. A, yes. Nice. Yeah, it's, lovely. It's, lovely. it's beautiful. All right. Jace, I, I think that, yeah, you have another blue cocktail? I have another. It's, it's pretty much the same blue cocktail I did a few weeks ago. So it's tequila with blue curacao and some coconut liqueur. And the coconut liqueur really, to me, makes it. So it doesn't taste like a margarita, which is where you think I'm going with those first two ingredients. Uh-huh. It actually almost tastes more like maybe a daiquiri or something like that, oh, even though it's tequila yeah, still, but, it's, but the coconut gives it just sort of a different feel. And I'm enjoying it. Nice. I'm glad. Nice. Yeah. You love putting like sparkly water or liquor things. I like that they give just that subtle bit of flavor. Yes. Yeah. Now, I guess today I also have a little bit of Topo Chico in my drink, which is it's watermelon season. So fresh watermelon today in my vodka drink. And so, yeah, what is this? Just muddled watermelon, vodka, a little bit of agave, and then uh, some lime juice. And it's so refreshing. It really, really is nice. Lovely. I feel like, Jace, you love to do blue cocktails and I love to do pink cocktails. Our team colors. Oh, that's true. That's true. I love it. All righty. Well, should we get on with this? Should we? Rock and roll. Should we do some reading of the Bible? I love it. Heck yes. Okay. Okay. Today, we're continuing on with Jeremiah chapters 9 through 11. Three more chapters today. And then we're just going to be reading one psalm, Psalm 39 at the end. We're excited to see what Jeremiah has in store. It seems like we've got uh, some some interesting verses coming up to talk about. Ooh. If you want to read along with us, you can do that at drunkbiblestudy.com slash read. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Jeremiah chapter 9. that my head were waters and my eyes a spring of tears that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Oh, that I had in the wilderness a lodging place of wayfaring men that I might leave my people and go from them. Okay, so he wants to go on like a man retreat. (laughs) Oh, I I see Like a big burly of some cabin in the woods. Beautiful. That's the image that I'm getting. Yeah, they're going to chop wood and stuff. Yeah. And like maybe talk about our feelings perhaps Uh, with the facilitator. Is that what they're going to do? Maybe. Is that what male retreats, like men retreats? I'm thinking like an intentional man retreat for more crunchy men who want to connect to their feelings and create some new masculinity. That's lovely. You know. Sounds great. Yeah. I'll I'll be right there with Jeremiah. Good job, Jeremiah. Yeah. (laughs) You and Jeremiah are going on this trip together. (laughs) I mean, right now we're all going on this trip together with Jeremiah. That's true. It's true. It's true. For they are all adulterers, an assembly of treacherous men. They bend their tongue as it were their bow for falsehood. And they are grown strong in the land, but not for truth. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they don't know me, says Yahweh. Take you heed everyone of his neighbor, and don't you trust in any brother. (laughs) For every brother will utterly supplant, and every neighbor will go about with slanders. So So trust no one. Yeah. Is that what we're saying here? Just everyone is yes. potentially a bad guy, bad person. Your brother going to stab you in the back. Your neighbor going to leave dog poop in your yard. Uh-oh. It's going to be bad. This feels very okay. scary and sad. Okay. 
They will deceive everyone his neighbor and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves to commit iniquity. Your habitation is in the midst of deceit. Through deceit, they refuse to know me, says Yahweh. Mm. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, behold, I will melt them. Excuse me? (laughs) Is this another volcano-like metaphor, or what's happening here? Oh, you mean like a metallurgy metaphor? Well, well, no. A metaphor, perhaps? Yahweh is going to become a volcano and then melt the people with his lava. That is good. I don't know if we've gotten Yahweh the volcano. Uh, Is this maybe related to the metaphor we got last time about everyone being like, bad quality silver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was him because the next line is, so, but behold, I will melt them and try them. I'm assuming like test them. Oh, okay, right. Right. We had metal testers last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said that exactly. For I lost my place because (laughs) I looked away from the screen. I will melt them for how else should I do because of the daughter of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks deceit. One speaks peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in his heart, he lays wait for him. There's that thing that y'all talked about last time, like you can't think anything bad or feel anything bad because God knows everything. Mm, Yes. Thought crime. Wow. Yeah. Trust no one. Shall I not visit them for these things? Says Yahweh. Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Oh, I see. Visit them. Like, how the mob would like visit a business that hasn't been paying their protection money. That, that <laughs> exactly. kind of a visit. <laughs> Just see. paying a little it's very visit. Sopranos. Okay. It's okay. very Sopranos. For the mountains will I take up a weeping and wailing, and for the pastures of the wilderness a lamentation, because they are burned up so that none passes through. Neither can men hear the voice of the cattle. Both the birds of the sky and the animals are fled. They are gone. I will make Jerusalem Heaps, a dwelling place of jackals. Oh, we're back to this of animals creeping in. Oh, yeah. He loves that image. Nature is healing. Yes. Jackals are healing. Everyone knows that. (laughs) And I will make the cities of Judah a desolation without inhabitant. (laughs) Who is the wise man that may understand this? And who is he to whom the mouth of Yahweh has spoken that he may declare it? Why is the land perished and burned up like a wilderness so that none passes through? Yahweh says, Because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them, and have not obeyed my voice, neither walked therein, but have walked after the stubbornness of their own heart, and after the Baals, which their fathers taught them. Yeah. After the hit series. Keeping up with those Baals. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will feed them, even this people, with wormwood, and give them water of gall to drink. This is a repetition from last time. I think we got a drink for that. Yep. Drink? Yep, we'll drink. Also, Eugene says, I'll feed them with pig slop. I'll give them poison to drink. Ooh, pig slop. Jeez. To be fair, the sentiment is at least more understandable than it was in our version. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I will scatter them also among the nations whom neither they nor their fathers have known, and I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. Thus says Yahweh of hosts. Consider you and call for the mourning women, like mourning, like sad sad women, mourning, that they may come and send for the skillful women that they may come. Wait, what? What is a skillful (laughs) skillful woman? woman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Eugene says, send for some singers who can help us mourn our loss. Uh, 
Oh. So skillful like the performers, I guess. Like the skillful Oh, women. I see. So like they can do like a little lounge act for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in this <laughs> a case… A morning lounge act? I guess it'd be hey, like a blues… it's a niche. A blues act because we're, we're mourning. Blues, that's we're, good. We're sad about that's it. Good. Got it. Maybe it's like a New Orleans style funeral though where it's like all oh, yeah. jazzy and parade style and, stuff. and fun. Okay. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. And let them make haste and take up a wailing for us that our eyes may run down with tears and our eyelids gush out with waters. So, <laughs> you so mean crying, God. For some reason. Yeah, so in Eugene, in Eugene, inside his heart, what he decided <laughs> to say was, uh, so about we sending for these mourning women and for singers who can help us mourn our loss. Tell them to hurry, to help us express our loss and lament. Help us get our tears flowing. Make tearful music <laughs> of our crying. <laughs> We're not sad enough. We need yeah, some help. Music. Yeah, gotta prime the pumps <laughs> wow. a little bit. Yeah. Okay, just priming the pumps, gushing out with waters. For a voice of wailing is heard out of Zion. How are we ruined? We are greatly confounded because we have forsaken the land, because they have cast down our dwellings. Yet, hear the word of Yahweh, you women, and let your ear receive the word of his mouth and teach your daughters wailing and everyone her neighbor lamentation. For death is come up into our windows. It is entered into our palaces to cut off the children from outside and the young men from the streets. Speak thus, well, hold on, speak, colon, capital T, thus says Yahweh, another capital T. Gosh, we're just really playing with grammar here in punctuation. (laughs) Yeah, this is strange. The dead bodies of men shall fall as dung on the open field. Oh. And as the handful after the harvester, and none shall gather them. This is very vivid imagery. Mm -hmm. Thus says Yahweh, Don't let the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Don't let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he has understanding and knows me, that I am Yahweh, who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness in the mm, earth. Huh. I beg to differ. For in these things I delight, says Yahweh. The real, Jeez. really, do you? Hard turn it, here. It feels like you're delighting in all the killing and the talking about the killing. <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it last time that Yahweh was like, I've never even thought of destroying all these people. It's never even crossed my mind. Oh, I think there was something like yes, that. Yes, Yahweh. Behold, <laughs> the days come, says Yahweh that I will punish all those who are circumcised in their uncircumcision. Huh? Whoa. This is a whole new level (laughs) of weird circumcision. I'm sorry. What verse number is this? This is verse 25. 25. Yeah, what does that mean? Eugene doesn't even try. Eugene's just like, I'm just going to ignore that. Really? He doesn't even mention it. He pretends it wasn't even there. Read it again. Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will punish all those who are circumcised in their circumcision. Okay. So I'm going to get, hit you with a few different translations yeah. to try to make some sense okay. of this. So we'll start here with the complete Jewish Bible. It says, The days are coming, says Adonai, when I will punish all those who have been circumcised in their uncircumcision. Not, not a lot of help Maybe there. like the uncircumcision of their hearts. Like it's well, a Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Is it, okay, they're circumcised in their uncircumcision. Is it kind of like they're committed 
They're committed in their non-committalness. Maybe. Is Let that me try how we might the NIV this? here. Okay. NIV says, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will punish all who are circumcised only in the flesh. Uh, so like Emily was saying, yeah, the heart That signs. makes sense. Yeah. And then here's what Eugene says. Mm, they're not says. fully committed, like Dedeker said. Yeah. Eugene mm-hmm. says, Stay alert. It won't be long now. God's decree. When I personally deal with everyone whose life is all outside, but no inside. So, okay. Oh, he kind of took okay. out the whole circumcision aspect. <laughs> he just didn't want to talk about circumcision yeah. in that particular moment. Right. Whatever, Eugene. Whatever puts your bad. Egypt and Judah and Edom and the children of Ammon and Moab and all that have the corners of their hair cut off who dwell in the wilderness for all the nations are uncircumcised and all the house of Israel are uncircumcised in heart. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You called it, Emily. Well done. Thank I, you. I know how this book goes. <laughs> I know what's happening. <laughs> so last night, uh, my mom gave me a haircut, uh, which was very nice of her. She cut off the corners of your head. She did cut off the corners of my hair, as I instructed her. Um, <laughs> basically, you know, when you're doing a haircut, you like lift up the connecting parts, and you look for sort of corners in that, and you connect the two places. So I think Yahweh mm. here is saying like, if people have good haircuts, he's hates that. <laughs> They're out. Yeah. Jeez. You've circumcised your hair. Done. Done. Wow. Circumcise your heart, not your hair. That's a good t-shirt <laughs> right there. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Because people will be yeah, like, wait, I didn't think either of those were things that could be circumcised. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the chapter. Alrighty. Shall we move on to chapter 10? Do it. Let's do it. Jeremiah chapter 10. Hear the word which Yahweh speaks to you, house of Israel. Thus says Yahweh, don't learn the way of the nations and don't be dismayed at the signs of the sky, for the nations are dismayed at them. Meaning, is the sky like turning to ash, blood red? What's happening? So Eugene has a nice interpretation here. He says, don't take the godless nations as your models. Don't be impressed by their glamour and glitz. (laughs) No matter how much... You're, they're impressed. The religion of these peoples is nothing but smoke. So it's it's the usual Ooh. party line of Yahweh being yeah. like, don't, I know they have cool ceremonies and like fun dances and sex parties and they're, stuff, but like, don't do that. Don't. Because it's not thing, okay. real. He really makes these it other sound better religions, than his religion. <laughs> yeah, and these other gods must have been so cool and yeah. so fun that Yahweh has to be so intense. Yeah. In his sales Don't even pitch. look at them. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has to be so intense. Like, you can't even, like, even for a second, to be honest, it does remind me of my evangelical upbringing where they are very much like, don't listen to secular music, don't watch secular movies, because as soon as you know that they're better and good. <laughs> as soon as you see all those secular it movies? <laughs> yeah. Don't watch, you're not allowed to even watch movies that are um, not it depends about God? On how, it depends on how intense people are. Like, some, I remember some kids' parents were much more intense about really restricting what kind of secular movies their kids could watch. Nothing but veggie Usually the party tales. line was, you can watch secular movies as long as they mostly have terrible violence in them, but no nudity and no sex. Then it's really bad to watch a secular movie. That was Yeah, that was kind of my family's went. party line as well. Yeah. We can show clips from Braveheart in church, but if there's a nipple, mm. you're going to right hell. <laughs> right, right out. Uh, wow. All right, that's unfortunate. For the customs of the peoples are vanity. For one cuts a tree out of the forest and works of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and gold. Well, so do you, Yahweh. You love that shit, too. Come on. (laughs) They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it not move. 
They're like a palm tree of turned work and don't speak. I know just what you're saying. (laughs) Wow. They must be carried because they can't go. Don't be afraid of them, for they can't do evil. Neither is it in them to do good. There is none like you, Yahweh. You are great, and your name is great in might. So is this talking, uh, yeah. is Yahweh like telling himself that he's great or is... No, I think we've, that we've a, transitioned. Jeremiah. I think Yahweh finished what he was saying right at that last sentence. And now this is Jeremiah again. Jeremiah's like, you're so awesome, bro. Love you. Yeah, he's cool. like, dude, you're so cool. <laughs> and other people are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll differ. be at the sex and religion shrine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to go over there. <laughs> Who should not fear you, king of the nations? For to you, does it... A Puritan. What? What? A, a Puritan. Puritan. A Puritan. A Puritan. What is this Puritan? word? Appertain. Appertain. Oh, Appertain. What? Wow. Why is the, how is the U sound getting in there, Emily? A Puritan? Sorry. I was like, does it, is it like someone's appearing? A Puritan. A peer, but Appertain? <laughs> Great. For <laughs> that, you, I mean, does it Appertain? Huh? I've never seen that word before. A-P-P-E-R-T-A-I-N, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, it's to, to relate to or concern, to be appropriate or applicable. Got it. I didn't realize there was two Ps in that. I would have failed that at the spelling bee. I also well. failed at typing it into Google, but luckily Google was smart <laughs> enough to fix it. Well, there. see, that's what threw me. I was like, appear, apper? What, what is this word? For you, does it appertain because among all the wise men of the nations and in all their royal estate, there is none like you, but they are together brutish and foolish. The instructions of idols, it is but a stock. There is a silver beaten into plates, which is brought from Tarshish and gold from Uphaz. Uphaz? What is this? Uphaz? Sure. I'll take any of those. Those are great. The work of the artificer in the hands of the goldsmith, blue and purple for their clothing, they are all the work of skillful men. But Yahweh is the true God. He is the living God. So wait a minute. Was he like, yeah, they're really skillful. Their shit is good. We like it. It looks pretty. But no. Yeah. They have really, really nice outfits. The idols look really cool. But like, but they're, but it's not real. Like, it's not though. It's just, it's not. Just don't look. Fashion is just a construct. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. But Yahweh is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting king. At his wrath, the earth trembles and the nations are not able to abide his indignation. Thus shall you say to them, the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth, these shall perish from the earth and from under the heavens. Great. Well, you know, (laughs) he keeps saying like eventually everyone else who you know, hangs out with Baal and all that, they're all going to, like, die. But they're still around, is what I'm saying. Clearly, Baal's mm. still kicking, is the thing. Yeah. Still has a really good following. Like, you can't get the guy down, which must be so frustrating to Yahweh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's funny, actually, when we were first learning about, you know, Asherah and Baal early on in whenever that was, like, Exodus or even Genesis or something. It was a long time ago. I thought for sure it was going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, that's interesting that at the beginning of the Bible, there were these other gods playing like an active role. No. I did not expect them to still be around this many books yeah. later. Like yeah. this, you know, they're all in, over the place. In the history of these people, we're now maybe a thousand years or so after where we started, I think. I, I forget the timeline exactly, but at least many hundreds of years. 
and we're still balls still kicking, still mm-hmm. still looking fashionable. Still, he's probably still out there today. Whoa, hanging out. Whoa, being cool. Whoa, whoa. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah. I don't why know. Not? Maybe we should look it up. Is Baal still a person? <laughs> is Baal still, still cool? around? <laughs> yeah. Um, what is Baal's following these days? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe is he like the the Satanistic? Not really. Like they're different. See, that's what I would assume. I, I'm sure there's an actual historical tracking of the worship of Baal in the Middle East, but I feel like today it would probably be co-opted by Christians claiming, you know, you know, satanic panic. Satanic panic. I love that. that. Those are the people who are yeah. who are worshiping Baal. Yeah. Okay. Uh okay. He well is- let's look this up in the in the bonus. I think that'll be a good okay. that'll be a good thing to look up. For sure. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom. And by his understanding, he has stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens. And he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightnings for the rain and brings forth the wind out of his treasuries. Okay. What? Just... Every man... What? Huh? Yeah, what's... No, just it's interesting. Like, the, the makes lightnings for the rain. I was like, does... Like, what does lightning actually do... Is there some what? Is it like good for the earth in some way, or is it just what? simply like what? Uh, you know, it occurs because of all of the electricity in the air or something. I don't know why. Well, it's you know, charged ions and low pressure sure. systems and high pressure systems. Is it good for the earth? I mean, I'm just saying that because he's he's talking about it. Like, look at what I'm doing. I'm making lightning for the rain. Like, it's a good thing. Like, it's a it's an important part of our ecosystem. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so what I remember learning going to like prairie camp excuse, when I was excuse a kid me? in the what summers. Was that? In the summers in Iowa. <laughs> huh? In the summers in Iowa, we would do this like day camp and, and we would go out. Did you to, wear like mob like little bonnets? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you sit in a wagon? No, no, no. It wasn't that we weren't like role playing being, you know, part of the westward expansion or whatever. No, it's like you would go out to like some kind of a nature preserve. It's the prairie and you would learn about sort of the ecosystem and talk about, you know, meerkats and stuff like that. And There's no here, meerkats in the prairie. You mean like <laughs> gophers and stuff? Like there was some kind of something. Voles and I forget. Maybe, I don't think meerkats are native to the, the the Midwest. Okay, well, maybe we could <laughs> look Iowa. that up too. I seem to remember there <laughs> no. were or meerkats in Iowa. No, we don't need to look it up. I can tell you, but for a fact. Okay, not a <laughs> uh, Anyway, we so would go out and they learn say about lightning? And lightning is sort of part of the life cycle of the prairies, where lightning will create fires that burn up the prairies that then somehow help them like clear things out and keep going. I don't know. I don't know. But I do remember that. So it's that a was clearing a mechanism. Yeah. It's I mean, I suppose if it if it strikes something and sets it on fire. But that is proved very destructive and not a good thing. Prairie dogs so is what I was God. thinking of. I was thinking of prairie dogs. <laughs> yeah. So the lightning strikes the prairie. It burns up all the prairie dogs. The prairie no. dogs are just like out of control. No, they're fine. They hide just in their hiding holes. way too much. It's not like a white-tailed deer situation. No. Oh my gosh. We don't need to like kill all of the prairie dogs. No, the thing I learned is like the lightning. Yeah, those are the mofos we really need to set on fire. The lightning no. causes a fire and it causes, it burns up the trees, but the grass comes back. And so that's how prairies get created in the first place. Is is through lightning strikes actually? 
Yeah, it's what the West Coast is going to be eventually. Cool, cool, cool. I thought we were just going to be on the road to Prairie Town. But either way. Prairie Town or desert, either one. That too. All right, thank you. I I learned a lot. All thanks to Yahweh. Yes, (laughs) clearly it was Yahweh. All right, he, yeah, he has a lot of forethought about how he wants his earth to be constructed eventually, many, many thousands of years later. Every man is become brutish and is without knowledge. Every goldsmith is disappointed by his engraved image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are vanity, a work of delusion. In their time, their visitation, they shall perish. The portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the former of all things, and Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. Yahweh of hosts is his name. That's, that's good. I like that. Yahweh of hosts of is his Jacob. name. The portion of Jacob is not like these. That's interesting. The portion what of Jacob just mean? is Yahweh. No, I thought it was the Israelites. It's not like these vanities, not like these silly carpenters making wooden statues of Baal. Oh, see, I read that not as like the, the thing he's making fun of is the gods themselves in the fact that they don't exist not the people. Yeah. So in this context, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, the portion of Jacob is like, but the one that's for Jacob, the God that's for Jacob, he's a real deal. I see. And hence the God that is for Israel because Jacob is Israel. Yeah. As we learned in Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, he was also known as Israel, but most of the time, his sons and his wives used to call him dad. Jacob. Jacob and sons. Anyway. Good, good callback. Yes. <laughs> that woman, I will never let her go. <laughs> she is in my body and soul forever. <laughs> and her scary face, but it's amazing. Okay, anyways. Gary, uh, G- Gary? <laughs> Gary's not in here. Gather, gather up your wares out of the land, you who abide in the siege. For thus says Yahweh, behold, I will sling out the inhabitants of the land at this time and will distress them that they may feel it. <laughs> I'm going to make them really not Just feel good. hard enough I'm that they feel it. Stress the hell yeah. out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Woe is me because of my hurt. My wound is grievous. But I said, truly, this is my grief and I must bear it. Oh, now he's playing oh, the martyr. Come no, on. now he's doing a whole new tactic. He seriously, he just he does all of these different tactics. He's like, oh, but I've never, I've never thought of killing all of you. I would never think that. It's Who such an irony that, that reading that? more of reading more of the Bible has maybe respect Yahweh less. Yeah, mm. yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why mm. everyone who's like, oh my gosh, you're reading the Bible. Oh, and they're so excited for me to become a Christian, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm learning a lot. You know, maybe I'm really curious to see how this goes over the long term. But maybe at this point, maybe Yahweh's like a teenager at this point in like God years. That's true. So he's just going through his kind of awful, destructive, moody phase where it's kind of everything revolves around him for a moment. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how he changes over time. And then he finally becomes a dad. And that's when he really matures and chills out. Right. (laughs) And kills his son. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out what happens in the Second Testament. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The Second Testament. I like that. That's good. (laughs) My tent is destroyed and all my cords are broken. My children, I don't know, that sounds awful. Like my vocal cords, my... My USB cords. My 
course. <laughs> yeah. My US, yeah, I, I am good. the giant mainframe. can't find the printer cable. Exactly. <laughs> they took out the cords. My children are gone forth from me, and they are no more. There is none to spread my tent anymore to set up my curtains. Oh. Yeah, now Yahweh, what? Now Yahweh is like a house, and people are like putting curtains up inside no, of him? No, now Yahweh's like a 96-year-old grandma who needs help putting up the curtains. Got it. Okay. For the shepherds are become brutish. They have not inquired of Yahweh. Therefore, they have not prospered. And all their flocks are scattered. The voice of news, behold, it comes, and the great commotion out of the north country to make the cities of Judah a desolation, a dwelling place of jackals. Mm. Whoa. More jackals. Yahweh, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his steps. Yahweh, correct me. But in measure, not in your anger. Please, I don't want to be at the receiving end of your anger. What would be in his measure? What would be what would be a measured correction from Yahweh? This is a being of extremes. Indeed, he is. Lest you bring me nothing, pour out your wrath on the nations that they don't know you and on the families that don't call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob. Yum. Yes. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> They have devoured him and consumed him and have laid waste his habitation. He was a really tasty boy. Oof. Okay, that's it. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Goodness. Wow. There's a real whirlwind. Indeed. Real whirlwind that we got going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So before we go on to our last chapter for today and then on to the Psalms, we want to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. And basically, if this show is something that you enjoy, if you love it, then the best thing that you could do is to give us your support on Patreon. It really does make a big difference for us, helps us afford our hosting fees and equipment fees and things like that to be able to keep doing this podcast. The podcast will always be free, and that's really important to us. But if it is something you value, we would love your support. We're also switching up our Patreon rewards for DBS. So we're just going to have one tier now. We're going to make it super duper simple, just one tier. It's $6, and it gets you access to early releases, two days early, of episodes for the show. We'll give you a toast on the show, as well as the new benefit of getting access to Emily's weekly cocktail recipes, complete with pictures of them, which I know I'm excited about because I'm often wondering... Or y'all can make them. Yeah, exactly. So it's all very exciting, and that would also mean a lot to us to help us keep this show going. Also, the other thing that would really help us a lot is just to tell your friends. Write reviews about it. Bring your friends to the live shows. It just It's so much fun having people here, and we love growing this audience and getting people to enjoy the, the zany, wild times that we have <laughs> with this book. It would really mean a lot, especially at the beginning of a new, uh, of a new chapter of the Bible, or a new book of the Bible, rather. Uh, that's a great time to introduce someone to it. Or maybe if you really want them in on... Jeremiah, have them start at the beginning of Jeremiah and binge those to catch up so that they can start watching the live shows with you. It really mean a lot to us, and we would love to see you all here. All right, and we're back. Okay, time for the last chapter of Jeremiah for this week. Not totally, but for this week. Yeah, just this week. Yeah. 
Okay, Jeremiah. Wouldn't that be weird? Chapter 11. The word that came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Hear you the words of this covenant, and speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and say you to them, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel. Okay, took us that many sentences to get to the actual start. (laughs) Got it. Cursed be the man who doesn't hear the words of this covenant which I commanded your fathers in the day that I brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. We'll never forget that. Got to bring that back. Yeah, the one thing he's done for us. (laughs) The one thing. Out (laughs) (laughs) Out of the iron furnace saying, obey my voice and do them according to all which I command you. So shall you be my people and I will be your God that I may establish the oath which I swore to your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as at this day. Mm, There you go, milk and honey again. Mm -hmm, I love it. Then answered I and said, Amen, Yahweh. Wait. What was that? Was it Jeremiah? I think this is is Jeremiah. I think Jeremiah responded. Yeah, that was really confusing. Wow, the only thing he says is just Amen. (laughs) Amen. Yep, Amen, Yahweh. Yahweh said to me, (laughs) Proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, Hear you the words of this covenant and do them. For I earnestly protested to your fathers in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, even to this day, rising early and protesting, saying, Obey my voice. Yikes. Yet they didn't obey, nor turn their ear. Of course not. But walked everyone in the stubbornness of their evil heart. Therefore, I brought on them all the words of this covenant which I commanded them to do, but they didn't do them. Yahweh said to me, a conspiracy. Is this? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Was that Jeremiah? This is all Jeremiah. He's saying like, Yahweh told me. It's the con- it is the constant yeah. struggle, yeah. the constant sorry. struggle of this yeah. book of, is it Yahweh? Is it a prophet? Is it the prophet saying what Yahweh yeah. said? Is it a prophet saying what Yahweh said to him to tell the prophet to say what Yahweh said? Like, is it, you know, it's the constant struggle. We kind of just got to ride yeah. the wave. But it is that question again of, okay, Yahweh told me to tell everyone that these things were going to happen if you didn't obey him, and they're doing it anyways. So we're all left. Yeah, it almost seems like these last few verses, it's like a couple sentences from Yahweh and then like one commentary sentence from Jeremiah and then back to Yahweh again. Was Jeremiah, did he write this book? I mean, not really, but did he write it? Supposedly he dictated it to his scribe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay, so, yeah, so maybe that was commentary that Jeremiah was adding. Yahweh said to me, a conspiracy is found among the men of Judah and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They are turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers who refused to hear my words, and they are gone after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant, which I made with their fathers. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, behold, I will bring evil on them, which they shall not be able to escape. And they shall cry to me, but I will not listen to them. (laughs) Of course not. Then shall the cities of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem go and cry to the gods to which they offer incense. Uh. But they will not save them at all in the time of their trouble. (laughs) For according Mm -mm. to the number of your cities are your gods, Judah. And according to the number of the streets of Jerusalem, have you set up altars to the shameful thing? 
even altars to burn incense to Baal. Oh, such a shameful thing. (laughs) It is funny that we often, this is a recurring thing, right, of Yahweh saying, you've just got so many gods, like one for every town. And yet, the only one that gets mentioned by name anymore is Baal. Baal. He really hates that guy. barely even mention Asherah. He's got actual beef with Baal now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they've got All these minor gods. He took Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. So that's the grudge. That's the longest lasting grudge. Okay, yeah. Wait, is Baal with Beyonce? Last we heard. Cool. Last we heard, they may be the same person also. Just sort of like a female and male form of the same god. We, We just don't know. Wait, John Michael in the chat is saying Baal is probably not one specific god, though. It's a title applied to many male deities. Yeah, we looked that up in one bonus, I think, yeah, a while it's, ago. It's a little confusing and probably changed over transcribings and translations and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. So, even Baal. Can't even believe it. Therefore, don't you pray for this, people. Neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, for I will not hear them in the time that they will cry to me because of their trouble. And I'm going to tell you how many times I'm not going to listen to them before I don't listen to them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What has my beloved to do in my house, seeing she has worked lewdness with many, and the holy flesh is passed from you? I'm assuming beloved is still Israel. It's it's still this whole thing of turning Israel's Jerusalem into a woman. Against God. Yes, always. Adulterous, wearing fancy clothes, all those things that (sighs) terrible women do. Terrible women. Okay. Terrible women. Sleeping with everybody. That must be what he's going for here. What does my beloved do? Yes. When you do evil, then you rejoice. Yahweh called your name a green olive tree, beautiful with goodly fruit. Hmm. With a noise of a great tumult, he has kindled fire on it, and the branches of it are broken. For Yahweh of hosts who planted you has pronounced evil against you because of the evil of the house of Israel and of the house of Judah, which they have worked for themselves in provoking me to anger by offering incense to Baal. Jeez, really, terrible incense. Really upset about this. It's yes, but but also it's like it's almost as though Yahweh's like, what if I could I just find the right metaphor? that would mm. get it through Israel's head. Like, if I just find the right one where I'm like, you're like an adulteress. Okay, no. You're like some garbage grapes. Okay, no. You're like an olive tree that I loved at first and then I burnt it up. Okay, no. You're like a horny horse. <laughs> okay, no, it's not that one. It's like he's right. He's like, if I just find the right turn of phrase, then maybe they'll understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should know that you can't change someone. That's a good lesson. They're gonna, yeah. Oof. Yeah, but that sounds like a rule that applies to mere mortals, not to gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <sighs> he certainly thinks that he can change them. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is divine, not divine intervention, but what is it, uh, predetermination? Is that a thing at this point? What do you mean a thing? Like You mean like uh, like predestination? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone like, in the chat is like predestination? Predestination, predestination sorry. Predestination, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's it. Yeah, is that a thing at this point? Or is that like when Jesus gets involved? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's either of those. I think it came along later, but I'm actually not sure. That's something we could look into a little bit. Yeah, because if like God's really angry, but if it already was going to happen, then why is he angry? Shouldn't he just be like, yeah. Knew it was going to happen. In fact, I am making it happen. Hmm. What? It does seem like, at least purely just based on what we've read, 
trying to divorce that from everything that I've gleaned from my years of being a Christian, just based on what you've read, I don't think we've had a lot of narrative around Yahweh knowing past, present, and future, and Yahweh dictating the path of every single person. You know, so far it's been, it's more been like, if you do things that piss off Yahweh, Yahweh's going to do something destructive. That's the power that Yahweh has. Mm-hmm. That's that's more what we've got. At least I don't recall any kind of anything so far in this book mentioning that. Now, yeah. if anyone really wants to explore this theme of predestination, I would recommend checking out the new Marvel show Loki that just came out this oh, last week. Oh, is it? Did it already start? I'm the excited. First oh, yeah, I watched that out. last night also. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not sponsored by them. No. Um, yeah. I guess we're just going to give them but free do advertising. do love all those Marvel shows. Saw the other two so yeah, far. Yeah, go to Loki.com slash Drunk Bible Study for 10% off watching the show for <laughs> oh free. Oh my gosh, I, no. no. Uh, but it, it does raise that question of if things are predestined, who's determining them, who, who determines what the right outcome is, and like, do we have free will? It's kind of interesting dealing with some of these same questions that you're asking them. Cool. Cool. See, yeah. it all it all it all comes together. Okay. In right. Loki and Marvel. Okay. And now we're we're back to I think this is Jeremiah speaking now. Yahweh gave me knowledge of it and I knew it. Then you shown me their doings. <laughs> cool. <laughs> then you shown me their doings. <laughs> you shown me their doings. But but I was like a gentle lamb that is led to the slaughter. And I oh. didn't know that they had devised devices against me, saying, let us destroy the tree with the fruit of it. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name may no more be remembered. But Yahweh of hosts, who judge righteously, who try the heart and the mind, I shall see your vengeance on them, for to you have I revealed my cause. I think Jeremiah's getting into this. Yeah, let's punish everyone. They were jerks to me. <laughs> They did bully me. They didn't give me money when I was out busking. Yeah. (laughs) Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning the men of Anathoth who seek your life, saying, You shall not prophesy in the name of Yahweh that you not die by our hand. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, Behold, I will punish them. The young men shall die by the sword. Their sons and their daughters shall die by famine. And there shall be no remnant of them, for I will bring evil on the men of Anathoth, even the year of their visitation. Dun, dun, dun. Gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Goodness. And that's it. Okay. Amazing. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, we have some interesting stuff to look up for sure. Yeah. For sure. Is it time for everyone's it's favorite time. segment? Yay. Yes. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 35 by David. Of course. Contend, Yahweh, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Again, weirdly appropriate. Uh Uh-huh. Weirdly appropriate, because that's kind of what Jeremiah is all about right now. He's like, yeah. Yeah, mess these guys up. They were jerks to me. (laughs) Yeah, we hate them. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Brandish the spear and block those who pursue me. Tell my soul, I am your salvation. Let those who seek after my soul be disappointed and brought to dishonor. Let those who plot my ruin be turned back and confounded. Let them be as chaff before the wind, 
Yahweh's angel driving them on. Yahweh's angel. Yep. Let their way be dark and slippery. Yahweh's (laughs) angel pursuing them. It's going to be comedy gold. Yikes. It's going to be slipping and falling all over the place. Real slip and slide obstacle course. (laughs) For without cause, they have hidden their net in a pit for me. Without cause, they have dug a pit for my soul. Let destruction come on him unawares. Let his net that he has hidden catch himself. Let him fall into that destruction. My soul shall be joyful in Yahweh. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Yahweh, who is like you, who delivers the poor from him who is too strong for him? Yes, the poor and the needy from him who robs him. Unrighteous witnesses rise up. They ask me about things that I don't know about. They reward me, (laughs) evil for good, to the bereaving of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I afflicted my soul with fasting. My prayer returned into my own bosom. I behaved myself as though it had been my friend or my brother. I bowed down mourning as one who mourns his mother. But in my adversity, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. The attackers gathered themselves together against me and I didn't know it. They tore at me and didn't cease. Like the profane mockers in feasts. You know the ones. Everyone hates them. Yeah. They gnashed their teeth at me. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Don't let those who are my enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let those who hate me without a cause wink their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) What? Weird. (laughs) Don't let them wink. They're just so smug. (laughs) No flirting for them. Yeah. Nah. For they don't speak peace, but they devise deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. Yes, they opened their mouth wide against me. They said, aha, 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 Ah. our eye has seen it. Our eye has seen it. (laughs) Just one eye. you, You have seen it, Yahweh. Don't keep silent. Lord, don't be far from me. Wake up, rise up to defend me, my God. My Lord, contend for me. Vindicate me, Yahweh, my God, according to your righteousness. Don't let them gloat over me. Don't let them say in their heart, aha, that's the way we want it. <laughs> David is really extra. Is all He's really leaning into it for this one. Yeah. Don't let them say, we have swallowed him up. Let them be disappointed and confounded together who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. Let those who favor my righteous cause shout for joy and be glad. Yes, let them say continually, may Yahweh be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. My tongue shall talk about your righteousness and about your praise all day long. Sweet. Wow. Golf club. That one was fun. David was having a rough time in this one. He was having a rough time. But it it just... It ebbs and flows. Like, sometimes he's so in love and feeling his love and really excited about it. And he's, like, on cloud nine, euphoria. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes he's really upset. And then sometimes he's super needy. 
He's a yeah, lot this of time it felt like he was very petty. It's it's very much like, oh my god, they're jerks. Don't let them be jerks. I'm good. Let me win. Make them lose. Like make them embarrassed and ashamed, mm. and and don't let them open up their mouth super wide and swallow me. Or uh, uh, <laughs> right, it's a little confusing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's a little pouty in this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm imagining, though, that he wrote this probably during the time that he's having to, like, hide out in caves and watch people poop. That makes sense. And, like, that's kind of his <laughs> life. And I could see being like, come on, Yahweh, I've been, I wrote songs for you. I've been your beautiful boy. He watched boy. one guy poop. One I was going to say, Jace, let's not exaggerate. It's not like he had to watch many people poop. We, he didn't you know have what? to watch that guy poop, but he was like, I'm making a strategic decision right now. <laughs> you know what, To though? watch this man poop. Yeah, I'm not kicking back. To hang observe. on, hang on, though. So Saul was traveling with his army. They stopped for a while, and Saul goes to poop in this cave. There was probably a line. I'm imagining a lot of other people poop, too. But do you think But Saul's like the king? Do you really think that he's going to like let the entire <laughs> yeah, army? He, they can't poop in that cave after Saul, after the king like, does. No, no. They that, poop that, in cave the woods. Is, that king is king is exclusive. <laughs> okay, 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 fine. And there's fine, no way we're fitting that whole army in that cave. Like that, That's not going to handle the, the waste capacity that it needs. Okay, it's true. fine. Yeah, but yeah. still, David, he's like, this is the cave I live in, dude. You just poop in my, <laughs> in my cave where I live. <laughs> I still think of that robot and those kids like hanging out in the cave with Saul, like watching all that go down. From the, what was the that? Superbook is what that show yes, is called. That's the one. Yeah, that was that was weird. That was really weird. Yep. An example of some of the weird Christian content made for kids. Yes. But that's apparently totally fine for the two of you to watch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. it be? Why wouldn't it be? Pooping okay. Men. <laughs> <laughs> Random. Yeah. Kind of not very good for youths, but whatever. By all means. All right, should we take this home? Do it. Yes, we should. All righty. Well, thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoyed the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh, shit. I thought about